Yes, you are in. And Simon, Simon is, dude, Simon is in the house making his debut. I'm really excited to tell this guy's story. Well, the story isn't all fun, but the outcome is quite amazing. And we've talked about dreams in this before and the purpose of dreams. And some are just silly and whatever. And what was that? And then there's other dreams where you're like, that is so compelling. I need to write it down. And that's exactly what Simon did. And little did he know it was coming to fruition. Um, but anyway, that's the story. So here you go. All right. I listen, listeners, I, I've been teasing it. I mentioned it a while ago. I'm so excited. We got Simon here. I, I laugh because we were, Simon, we were supposed to be inside the church, weren't we? Oh, yeah. In a uh, studio. <laughs> And I'm laughing because we got people walking by. We got traffic going on. We're outside in like the little courtyard where I guess people would have coffee sometimes or enjoying themselves. Social, whatever. Social, sure. So, like, okay. Uh, for well, Many of you just celebrated Christmas. And uh, yeah, Jesus wasn't born in the hospital. He wasn't even born in Motel 6. He was, he was at the manger. So, okay. I... We're, we're making the most of it, but I gotta say this, Simon. You know I've been wanting to do this for a while. You have. <laughs> Ever since you heard the strange story I told during our small group study. Yes, exactly what it is. So I'm gonna back up because it's good for the listener to get understanding of how this all came together. Uh, listener, you've heard me say before God puts the most interesting people in my path. And I, like, I need to tell that story, I need to tell that story. So that's, that's what happened with Simon. He's got an intriguing story. He's got a dream he's going to tell you about. We're not going to get this all done. This is what we call the pregame, right, son? That's it. We thought we were having a quiet studio where we could get more in depth. This is just a little primer. This is the pregame to tell a story. But I thought, okay, let's have fun with this. Let's wing it. Let's, uh, with, you might hear a hot rod go by once in a while or a Harley or a Harley or whatever. But listen, that's what's going on. We're just being real outside. And um, so... Well, I think it's important first. Simon, I want to go to your childhood just a little bit. But before we do that, you and I met at something called Rooted. Yes. Right? You want to tell the listener what, what, what's, what's Rooted? Well, at least what was your experience with Rooted? Rooted is it's a, um, it, it's the stage of getting involved in God, in Christ, deeper. There's, I think there's, I hope I don't mess it up, but there's the first stage is getting planted, you know, plant the seed, yeah. then getting rooted, which is you, you get a little bit more, more information, your, the roots are getting deeper, and then you get growing in God, where you're now, you're learning more, and you're adding more, and then you're going to get others and bring them in. So, planted, rooted, going, and going. going. Perfect. So, here's the, driving by. <laughs> sound effects. So we got sound effects going here. Um, yeah, I, listen, I've been through a lot of churchy church stuff. Honestly, I think this is one of the best programs it is. I have ever seen. I've done stuff called Alpha. I've done a ton of small group stuff. I've done large group stuff. I've done retreats. Uh, Southwest brought this on. I think it came out of Mariner's Church. And actually, I think our worship leader, Kanji, came from his church originally from Africa. That's what I heard. Yeah, and, and there's, a lot of, there's a lot of seeds that come from Africa where they, they tell stories and they, and they, uh, they, get, they get really deep. They and so that, the, the whole concept of passing on the, te- the, 
the tales and passing on the stories yes. that it's beautiful when you can interweave it into into our faith definitely and that's how I met you because we learned how to say okay we're gonna get part of a, a couples group and just be good to get to know other people honestly that was the motivation more of like thinking I needed to go deeper by the way you can always go deeper listener I don't care how deep you think you are yeah there's always room for improvement so God gives us James and James from Compton and Kathy and a few others but uh, Simon and Edith was interesting and I'm going to foreshadow a little bit so Simon tells about this dream he had and we're going to we're going to tease a little more a little bit later. But anyway, that's how we met, right? Right. Rooted is an excellent program. If you run church, church groups, onboarding, I highly recommend you take a look at it. Anyway, that's how we met. And uh, I know the power of small groups now where just there's great growth. God puts people together for a certain reason for a season. And that's how we got to know each other. All right, let's back up now just a little bit, Simon. Can you just explain where you grew up? Can you explain a little more also about, I think it's important for listeners just to understand your childhood a little bit, about your mom and your dad. Right, yeah. We all have our tales. And um, I grew up in Pomona, Pomona, California, and which we're in right now, we're in uh, Indian Wells, La Quinta area, which is about two hours from where I grew up. Uh, Native Southern Californian, um, had seven siblings, well, no, it was seven of us total. And then um, we had a large family. My dad uh, my dad was a black man married to a white woman. So that was kind of interesting. Back in the late 60s, they, they met. And um, they, we drew... Trailblazers. Uh, yeah, clearly. I mean, really. Clearly. Not so common, I think, for most of us. But right. that was a big deal. Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, I didn't really notice anything growing up. I mean, uh, people... People, um, I, I never really had any issues. We grew up in what's considered the hood. It was Pomona, and um, and it was rough. But it, but my dad protected us. He was always there. My mom was always there. And um, and then when I was seven, the day after Christmas, my mom died. So she left down. She left. Oh wait, back up there. <laughs> Sorry, this is what I do. But I just like the listener to get back up. So the day after Christmas. Yeah, it was it was I don't know very if I tragic. That part. Yeah, I know. Um, it was uh, it was it was tragic. I mean, we were my my twin brother and I, twin brother named David, and um, he we were supposed to. She, my mom was kind of like not feeling so well. She had a headache and um, fever, and so my dad didn't take her to the hospital though. He was nervous about going to the hospital. All of us were born in hospitals, obviously, but he was nervous about taking her to the hospital. And so I remember my brother and I. Human thing for a lot of us, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to go unless you absolutely need to. Right. Yeah. Whatever his reason was, um, we, my brother and I walked her up and down the, the living room. I remember that, and she was kind of fading away. And it wasn't until she was admit, admitted to the hospital where we realized. The day after Christmas. Yeah. She was admitted the day, a day before Christmas Eve. And then she, she was there Christmas Eve and then Christmas Day. And then day after Christmas, we got a phone call that she had died. On, so Christmases were never the same for us for, I mean, you? seven. And I had two young, three younger sisters, too. So, and the youngest was not was barely going to be two. So it was really, it was a terrible time. It was just unimaginable. So, uh, and, and we lived in the hood. And my father was, you know, he had my brother and I when he was 50. So he had young kids. 
and and some older kids, but 50 years old, single father, not very financially set himself. And so military man, do I remember that right? No, no, no military. He uh, he was. Okay, sorry. So not a military man. I had my head, but he he's more of a disciplinarian. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't like he's a, definitely a Bible. What we call Bible banger. Um, easily, people thought he was a preacher. He named all of us Bible names. Yeah. I mean, how hard do you think it was growing up with the name Simon Peter? <laughs> <laughs> all of you. I can never live up to it. Wow. Okay. Thank you for that. Um, see, here's the curveballs that come with this, uh, the recording that we didn't know was going to happen or what we're going to talk about necessarily. Um, all right. Little technical complications, listener, but we're getting through. What I was going was, I don't. We were going to go here, and okay, now we're going here a little bit. I just, I always have the atheist and agnostic in the back of my head. So now this listener is hearing Simon from Pomona lost his mother at age seven, but had a pretty religious dad or spiritual dad. I want to say, and your mom too. Yes. Okay. Uh, you know how mothers just kind of go with the flow. Yeah. At least back then. Yeah. A little different now, but so yeah. You, but you're so young that you, you remember her, but yeah, she would read don't, the Bible stories out of the books and stuff. We never went to church. We all we did it all at home. Oh, that's interesting. But here's where the listener is. I always got the skeptic in the back of my head. We have a whole series just called The French that Nate Vaccaraguapo, the poet, helped do. So that's always in the back of my head. But you didn't lose your faith. I mean, I was thinking. If I think I'm like, if I'm thinking of the listener, I'm like, okay, you got a family. How many siblings? Eight? There's seven. Seven of us total. And a, a mom dies. Yeah. And so young. House. And your dad didn't lose his faith. No. Through that. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting to me. It I, is. I don't have an epiphany. I don't have it. I don't. We didn't tee this up, right? We didn't discuss mm-hmm. it before we were going to no. record. It's just where my mind's going right now. Of at least the listener saying when tragedy hits, it's interesting. Some pull away from God. So I don't know how you could do something like that, right? That's what's going in their head. Right. But there's others that, with through crisis, become closer to Christ. Which, That's, and I ahead. think that that is the biggest reason you hear people say, "If there's a God, then how could?" Right. And then fill in the blank. How could he leave seven kids behind and take their mother the day after Jesus' birthday? Some kind of God that is. Mm-hmm. I would. I would understand. Actually, I would empathize with that response. However, you guys stuck together. And then your dad ends up raising you. Again, you have to remind me, buddy. I, I, as, as my wife tells me too many times, I told you that. So your dad wrote, raised you the whole way through. Yeah, the whole he, way through. He did remarry, though. Yeah, and uh, I think he... It was around six or seven years later. Okay. But I mean, and we he were did all raise you most in, of your yeah the, most years. of our lives. And what's what's fascinating about that is is I probably should have did the research and found out the percentage of uh, of fathers uh, and black fathers no less who who leave, which is high. It's a double digit percentage, and um, and he did it. He had seven reasons to stick around or seven reasons to say I'm out. Did you ever ask him? Like, uh, I, I never did, but I always assumed and knew. It's like once God, I think once God uh, touches your life, um, you 
you kind of accept certain things. Oh, that's good. And, and I All think right. that that is, there's certain things that they're just givens right. in, in these situations. And we never asked him, but we, we knew he, he led by example, essentially. Yeah. Thank you. I know, by the way, Simon's a planner. He has this whole thing mapped out exactly what he wanted to do, including that we were, well, we thought we, I thought I knew where we were going with the recording studio. So thank you for being a sport on this. This is again, the pregame. We'll, we will get to Simon has beautiful structure and a whole outline planned out. So we will get to that eventually, but I thought, why not? Let's just test the recording. We were going to meet anyway. I want to get the listener at least to understanding and getting a better idea of who you are and where you came from and your family and your lifestyle and that you didn't abandon the faith even after that mm-hmm. traumatic experience. And then, okay, let's foreshadow a little bit more again. One of the things that gripped me, we have this cool part about, well, most of you listeners know, with a small group, you, if it's a true, good, healthy small group, you get intimate. Like you... We had a whole series called Strongholds where we gave up what our weaknesses and things we've been struggling with or we had struggled with. And part of your sharing was this dream. So I just want to I just want to tease a little bit, at least let the listener know what's coming up. But you had this talk about the troubleness of losing someone. You had a big change coming up in your life. You had no idea about it. But there, you had this dream that obviously was so vivid that you had to... Did you write it down immediately? Yeah, yeah, I did. I, wrote, I, had, I kept a journal. I started keeping a journal like in the, the late 90s or so. Yeah. And um, and the whole reason that, that we're even having this conversation is because my, I, I feel like, and in, in Tom also, feels like the story that I am telling is in that essentially I was married for 22 years... Uh, with her for almost 30 and uh, it suddenly just ended just like that and one minute I'm happy one minute the family's happy and then the next minute crash crash and this is right after I had this dream well a year later a year later after the dream right? right but this dream was so vivid listener have you ever had that dream whether it made sense or not but you're like it was so real to you, right? I mean, yeah, you have vivid, well, just, you have was, vivid detail. It didn't even make it didn't make sense to me. It, it was just images and beauty, and uh, it was almost symbolic. Yeah. Uh, in in a sense, I just thought it was really cool. I yeah. Oh, that's right. You didn't have like, oh, this is what this means. Right. Oh no, I. It didn't, was years later, maybe. Well, it was like months. It was months later. I just wrote it down. Right. And then now years later I'm coming to realize that that was not only foreshadowed but I think some of it is still playing out right ah okay and I'll, I'll read some excerpts later on uh, we'll, we'll choose what that is yes you will and I, one other thing that jumped out at me so Simon was kind enough to write it down and gave me a little preview of what's coming if I remember in the beginning you said it's been a year since my last entry yeah I, I wrote that stuff down Right. And then I didn't revisit it. But then I came back to it, and then a couple months later, I was filing for divorce. Yeah. Okay. There we go. That will be just the tee up. I just, listeners, for you though that don't write stuff down, I, I didn't for most of my life. Now I do. And I try to do it daily. I'm not writing a book. It might even be a few sentences of just thanks to God. It's a prayer journal for me, but. 
the importance of writing stuff down, but also there'll be seasons where you're like, uh, not feeling it or just you, you'll take time off. But I'm just so glad you wrote it down, brother, because now these listeners, not now, through the future episodes coming up, you're, they're going to get some of that vivid detail, at least what you're willing to share. So, anything else you want to tell the listener before it's coming up? Otherwise, uh, we'll wrap on this one. And well, mainly just that this is the story's being done, and it's easier to just shut the door on on bad things and look ahead. Right. Some people never pull out of of what I do. Some okay. people get right. suicidal. Yes, right. Some people turn to drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. Some people curse God. Some people leave their kids there were our purpose is to remind them that when you experience these things there's a reason for it if you're if you're in god sometimes if you're not in god maybe it's another reason that happened but you can go to god and then he'll make it right Mm -hmm. but that's the main reason that we're doing this is to get the word out that whenever you're going through something Mm -hmm see the patterns and know that you're not just going through it you're growing through oh, it oh man i am so glad i'm so glad we just didn't cap it right then and there i thank you for that bonus that's actually a very crucial ad and yeah the primary purpose of why we're doing all this right giving hope to the hopeless right um going back to your dad he could easily went off the rails he he could have took off obviously that wasn't his dna he but he also had the mindset and the faith of this is what I need to do. As much as he's probably wrestling with God of why that happened, right? right. Oh yeah. But he lived out Romans eight twenty eight. Mm-hmm. It's a promise we bring up a lot in this podcast series. This whole thing is another Romans eight twenty eight story. So, listener, for anyone that are despondent or think this is the end of the world, um, this crisis, whatever you're going through, no, uh, yes, it's terrible at the time, right? Oh yeah, it's terrible at the time, but. Again, God makes works all things for good for those that seek Him. That's and the that's promise. The one of the best it's one of the best <laughs> promises ever. So it's interesting that, again, this wasn't planned. We did a pregame, talk about your family and your upbringing, just because I remember part of that story is gripping. But it actually, interesting, does tie in, in a way, of, again, tragedy to could have went in several different directions, but leads to right now where you're shining light. Yeah, shining and, his and light and shining hope. Exactly. And, and what happens is, is people lose, they, they think that that's the end, but whatever they're going through, that's just one of the scenes. Yeah. There's multiple scenes that make up a movie, and you're living that scene, and, and the writer knows that you're going to get through this. Just trust him, and our writer is God. That's beautiful. All right, I'm going to end on that note. Thank you, Simon, very much. Listener, stay tuned to be continued. We'll get into the dream. We're going to, we're going to get into the whole litany of things that happen along those scenes, I guess, right? That's it. The scenes of the movie. All right, thank you, Simon. Uh, yes, thank you so much, Simon. And thank you, listener, for tuning in on this one. Uh, pre-game, I, hopefully this gets you intrigued because it's, it is, yeah, it's hard to put in words. Although Simon will exactly what happens. If you are, by the way, further intrigued, um, there'll be other things posted up. uh, If you, or how about this going forward? If you have questions for Simon or how did this work, or I didn't quite understand that hit us up at the fried dudes.com 
contact us page, and we'll, we'll, we'll process those questions. We'll ask them uh, while this series goes up. It's going to be at least, I think, three or four chapters for Simon and maybe more. We'll see what's down the pipe. And of course, there are exclusive insights and invites when you're part of the Fry Dudes family and the Greater Dudes family. And um, oh, got a Mexico mission coming up in March too. So when you go out to serve, your heart will overflow with blessings. I believe that's 2 Corinthians 9.12. Hit us up if you're interested in that as well. Frydudes.com. All right. And by the way, when you get those intriguing dreams, write them down. In fact, write them down and share them with us. Maybe someday you'll have your own episode. Until then, go love God with your heart, soul, and mind, and love others just as yourself. Matt 22, 36 through 40. There's a New Year's resolution, by the way, for every day, not just the beginning of the year, every day for the rest of your life. Much love.